Today on the Diz List, we discuss the top five things to pack in your suitcase for your trip to Walt Disney World. Welcome to the Diz List, the podcast that ranks everything in Walt Disney World. I'm Nick. And I'm Rob, and welcome to episode 46, where we discuss the top five things to pack in your suitcase for your trip to Walt Disney World. That was wordy. Whew! All right. So, you know what I would like to pack in my suitcase? Uh, snacks? A limited edition one of two Diz List podcast t-shirt. Really? Yeah. I think, oh yeah, there is only, I think there's, no, there's more. Okay. There's more than two that exist right now. Oh, okay. You mean which ones actually exist? Yeah, in the real world. Uh, well, my daughter has a hoodie that she wears. Oh, that's right. Uh, I have a purple one. Yep. You have a- Blue. Navy blue one? Uh, light blue. Okay. Is anybody, I think there's only three in existence. Okay, one of three. One. That's like, like. And they're all different colors, so technically they're all one of ones. And you know, uh, yeah, right, right. Where can we get those T-shirts, Rob? Well, I, I have the website still exists. I have a website where I sell T-shirts on, and it's called Mister A's Tees. And I put up. I mean, I have a lot of different designs and things that I've done, I've drawn and designed, but I put up Dizlist T-shirt. To yeah. see if, you know, hey, anybody want a t-shirt? Yeah. I'll put it up on the website. And this particular website is, so I create a store on TeePublic's website, and TeePublic prints and ships the designs. Yeah. Which, I have one, too. And you have one, too. Yeah. And mine, you're, yeah. My stuff's mostly Adirondacky thing. Yeah, yeah, they're great. They're great. So we both have our own little store, and I think it was earlier this week, I got an email from TeePublic. That said, uh, due to copyright, we are taking your design down. I'm like, what one? Like, I'm trying to look at what I have. Mostly it's just like, you know, a buffalo for like Buffalo Bills. What doesn't say Buffalo Bills and doesn't use the logo. It's just a buffalo or something related to our school where we teach. Or one of your bands. Or one of my bands. One of your bandmates is is submitting a copyright claim against you. (laughs) I hope not. But I got in the email that said, we're taking down your design due to copyright. And I was like, what one? What what one breaks copyright? And I looked, and it said, the Dizlist t-shirt. So I sent it over to Nick, and uh, Nick had quite a bit to say about yeah, that. I yeah, mean, I was so I immediately went scrolling through our Instagram feed, and I couldn't go through through three consecutive accounts without coming across a podcast or a business with a logo that was straight up jacked from Disney. Like, like I know enough to know that what they did is they took this, they put it into Illustrator. They did an image trace. They expanded it. They deleted everything but the stuff they wanted. Yeah. Straight up drawn by Disney. Our logo is drawn by Rob. Yeah, I drew it. I mean- 100%. I mean- All of it. It's it's obviously a gloved hand, but there's a lot of well, the characters Di- from that time- Did that Disney have... cancel Michael Jackson then? No. <laughs> Great point. I mean, do you have to- Maybe you can add an extra finger- I mean, it's a family show. I could tell you how you could add an extra finger, though, because I'm that mad about it, right? Because it's like I'm scrolling through. There are major news out Disney news outlets that use straight up Disney stuff, not not 
close, not Disney adjacent, straight up, this is Disney's logo, right? Yeah. There's, there are multiple that just use the Disney, like the Mickey head silhouette. Like even our Mickey head silhouette that you used for the hyphen, you did with circles so that it wasn't the same size. Yeah, it's not. It's, it's not. Like, it's like, I did that on purpose. Like right. I, I didn't want something like this to happen. We wanted it to be reminiscent of Disney, but we also didn't want to, you know, step on any copyright toes. So we tried to make it vague and, you know, right. I, again, I mean, if you look at our logo, I mean, I hand drew it on the iPad. So, I mean, yeah, I don't I, know. I, I, it is what it is. It's my drawing. I, yeah. I, it's frustrating because, um, Disney themselves have like, and I, I loved, right. This is a Disney pro Disney podcast. Yeah. But like, if people are listening from Disney, like they need to recognize that a, we, we make about two pennies, you know, for every listen on this show. Yeah. Okay. Um, we are not getting rich off of this and we, you weren't going to get rich off of that t-shirt. Um, it was mostly so like if I wanted to get a hoodie, I could get it. Or if you wanted to get a different color, you could get it. Yeah. We didn't advertise it on here. We weren't making money on that. Um, and then at the same time, like last I checked, uh, Grimm brothers would like to have a conversation, <laughs> right? Because how much of their stuff did Disney steal and then immediately lo- like lobby to have copyright stuff changed. Yep. So that stuff does not enter public domain for thousands of years apparently now where everything's the same. I know it's not thousands of years. Don't call in as a legal expert and be like, Hey, guess what? You're wrong. Yeah. I know that it's just frustrating. Right. And I'm not, I understand they don't want to lose money, but I can't buy a Dizzlist podcast shirt from Disney. (laughs) And I certainly can't like, I, I just don't get it. Right. Why that one? Cause you go scrolling through there and there are some t-shirt companies that, I mean, I'm not going to name names, but there are some big named Disney t-shirt companies that, that put some stuff that's really, really borderline Yeah, and they get away with it. But some of them, and they make, fair, big, really and they make good though. No, they're great, but they, and they make big money on them. They do. And, and I'm not talking about like Roosevelt's who's like in cahoots with Disney, right? No, and some together. Them, like Lost Boys do really good designs, but they, I don't think they use any imagery. No, I don't think they do. But like no. there are other ones though that straight that do. up that do and yeah. like they're decent sized companies and like how do they get away with it i don't know they're not co- companies but they're decent sized like etsy businesses that i know i see a lot of their stuff whatever that's enough of me venting i was just really frustrated last night when you when you sent that over to me well i may send you the designs and you can throw them up on your site as an experiment <laughs> and see what happens yeah or or put them on my site and like so i can buy a shirt and then immediately take them off my site i don't know i feel like I, we'd have after, after doing all this there might be one or two people that are like yeah, I want a Dizzlist shirt. Yeah, we got. We'll we, put it on, put on yours. So I, I don't can get. we can we put on the back uh, this uh, this shirt does not like put some kind of disclaimer on the back. We'll put the Dizzlist shirt up with an asterisk next to it. Sure. We know a couple of printers. We can we can talk to those people who we know who are in the business and print. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. Anyway, that that let's let's get to something a little bit more joyous, sure. a little bit more fun. Sure. Which is going to be our list today. Our list today. Um, things that you need to pack in your suitcase. I think we went different routes. We did, um, so, which is fine, which so, is going to make this yeah. interesting. Not we, a ton we've, of overlap. We've done a park bag episode, but like the and things mine's that, a lot of that too, because like things that are going to go in my suitcase potentially will go in my. Yeah, park I mean, bag. I think one or two of mine are park bagish yeah. type stuff, but um, things that on my list, a lot of them are like things that I don't know if you necessarily know you got to 
you have to bring before you go. And then once you get there, you're like, oh, I should have brought this. Yeah. So um, we'll we'll give you that list right after the halftime show brought to you by Mr. A's Tease. <laughs> oh, that's a good one. Welcome back. This week, we're going to count down the top five things that are in our suitcases before we go to Disney World. So, yeah, I mean, for us, we're traveling from, we live in the Northeast, and so we are taking a plane, or I guess I I drove back once. That was a whole thing. That's a story. Yeah. Our our Southwest, uh, Southwest customer service. So rented a, rented a van to come back. Um, You had something big going on and you had to get back. Did you have tickets or something? No, I had, so I coached, um, I, well, that year I was like basically helping to run the entire micro thing. Oh, right. So right, I was right. doing you soccer had to get back stuff. Coaching, and I, had, right, I had right. to get back. I couldn't um, remember. It was a different year where you had to get back and you had, that was, you that, went to a soccer yeah, game. Oh my God. That was last year. We did that, that trip was something else. We needed to unpack from Disney, pack to go to Baltimore, come back from Baltimore. We unpacked from that. We went to, we were all over the place last summer, but yeah, that was, that was, Arsenal were playing uh, Everton in Baltimore. So that's what that was. Huh. Uh, but, you know, our suitcases, it's important. It's not like we can drive back, right? We can't just like, oh, shoot, I forgot this at home. Yeah, and so, some things you can buy and some you can't. And it, let me tell you, most of the things that you can buy, which you, I mean, all these things on this list you can buy, if you were to buy them um, in from Disney, it's going to be at least twice as much. So my hint is if you get there and realize I didn't pack that, i I listened to Nick and Rob, but I forgot it. It's sitting on the counter or something like that. Yep. Um, go through Amazon and get like same day delivery through Amazon or like even if you, you know, Walmart, whatever, whatever you want to do. If you don't like Amazon, go through Walmart. If you don't like Walmart, then go through a lot of these things. You could probably get a, through a grocery store or one of those grocery delivery places. But my number five, you can't do that with. Oh, you can't. Okay. And it kind of sounds like I'm setting up a joke, and no. I'm smirking right now. All right, let's hear your number five. Now I'm intrigued. My number five is sunglasses. So I have a prescription. It's not as heavy as yours, um, but I have a prescription, and my eyes are mega sensitive. The older I get, the more sensitive my eyes are, mm-hmm. and I have to have them when yeah. I'm at Disney. Because I have to have the polarized, like my, it just is what it is. Older I get, the more sensitive my eyes are. So I, I have very specific prescription sunglasses. And I bring two pairs just in case I have two pairs that I can use. But I could, I mean, you could go onto one of the uh, the websites. What's the one that you use that you really like? Zenny? I use Zenny. Yeah. Uh, we use iBuyDirect. Both are great. Um, I've bought from both of them before. But even if I were to order from either of those places, it wouldn't be there in time. No, it would not. So that's why, for me, it's very important that I have the right glasses for that. And I'm not a contacts guy. Nick is. I'm not. I just don't like the feel of them. Um, I can see it's minor mainly for, for distance. When I don't have my glasses on, I can see things are close up. But for me, my sunglasses are very important, especially... You know, more specifically, the prescription ones. And you can buy sunglasses there, and we have. We've had uh, our kids have lost them before, and we bought a pair of sunglasses, and they can be 
mega expensive at yeah. the parks. Yeah, oh, absolutely. So, like, I, when you first started, I wasn't even thinking prescription-wise because my mother-in-law on our first trip uh, left her sunglasses. Like, she had taken her sunglasses off, um, and hers were like these, you know, it's the people who are who have older family are going to be like, yep. They're like, I swear, these things are the things they give you when they dilate your eyes and you put them on top of your glasses. So oh, yeah, So yeah. they, like, go on top of her glasses. They're not as unfashionable as I'm making them sound, but she left those behind. And so uh, w- the next morning, we, my wife went online, ordered them, and we got back to the hotel for our break, and they were sitting in our room. Jeez. So they came that quickly. That's um, great. You know, I I do agree with you, for especially if it's prescription. So my son- mm-hmm. My son is in that boat. Um, I can't, I honestly can't get prescription sunglasses because my, I mean, I can. It's very difficult. My eyes are really, really bad. Um, I mean, they can't even correct my vision 100%. So <laughs> I'll never get to 2020, even with my. Have you my, looked into LASIK at all? Anything like that? I don't want to do yeah. it. I mean, I have, but then, yeah. I mean, I have. I don't want to do it. Yeah. Like, it makes me nervous. No, I don't. It's not because I'm nervous. It's, it's not cheap and. Like kids growing up need braces and crap like that. So yeah, good point. But um, so for my son, we always bring a pair too. And now I'm second guessing why we don't bring two pair because I think he has two pair. One's like an old prescription, but it's not like that far off. Um, but yeah, that's that's a huge one. If you if you have specific prescription sunglasses, make sure you bring those and put them in your. You might not think about it because you might leave. You know, let's say you're traveling in November. Right? Yeah, it's it's you don't need them here. It's cold and dreary, and uh, I wear them year round. Yeah, I mean, if I am driving, I am wearing sunglasses. Period. I'm yeah. just my eyes are sensitive. I wear I I wear sunglasses a lot in the winter, more almost more than I do in the summer because of the snow. The snow is yeah. the white is reflective yeah. everywhere. Yeah. yeah, that's a good one. I didn't even. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's important for multiple reasons, especially the uh, the prescription. So number five for me, make sure you pack the sunglasses. So this one, my number five, is something that I bet most people don't even think about, and that's why I want to make sure to t- say it, is warm clothes. Oh, yeah. So w- say nothing, saying nothing about um, how Florida can get kind of cool at night sometimes, you're going to be going in and out of stores and restaurants and your hotel room with some of the world's strongest air conditioning, I swear. Now, they've turned, yeah. it, they've turned it back a little I'm bit. I'm cold. Yeah, yeah. Every single time we'll go into a restaurant, we'll be 15 minutes into the meal, and my daughter will be like, it's too cold. Like, <laughs> shh, oh, oh, it's not too cold. You're going you're gonna to like it. Um, but no, so we've started bringing like a lightweight long sleeve, so it's, it's warmer. I want to call it like, um, like fall-ish type of, of clothing. So, I mean... A hoodie, a lightweight hoodie, um, a lightweight long sleeve shirt. Because the other thing you got to remember is you've been out in the sun, so you're getting a little bit of. Even if you put a ton of sunblock on, you're getting some sunburn, and so when it's cool, it feels that much cooler. Um, so for me, having a warmer piece of clothing is important. That includes, you know, bring a pair of pants for like a pair of sweatpants and stuff like that for for your hotel room. Or, I mean, if you're dining out. Um, in a restaurant, in a table service restaurant, where you're going to be sitting there for an hour or more, you you may not want to be wearing shorts to that meal. So if it's a yep. place where you could change, putting on a pair of nicer pants or that are um, going to protect your legs a little bit better and keep you a little bit warmer. But people don't think about that, and I know I didn't think about it. And then we got there, and it was like, oh yeah, 
she's cold. We're going to have to figure something out here. So it's better better to bring that than to have to buy a $80 spirit jersey. Yeah. Well, so. well sometimes you have to anyway. Yeah. <laughs> Yours actually, you actually mentioned part of my number four okay. in yours. And, okay. And the thing you mentioned was the long sleeve um, the swim shirt, for example. Yes. So my number four is just sun protection in general. So I'm very fair skinned where uh, most of us in our family are redheads. So we really need to take care of our skin when we're out in the sun. So I had a kind of a list of the main things that, that we use slash do while we're, while we're on our, our trip for sun protection. Um, so number one, obviously is sunscreen. We, we like to use the spray sunscreen it's a little easier for us so we um that's what we like to use uh, we like the oh my gosh i was gonna say bahama breeze but it's not it's uh <laughs> island tropic is that what it's called sure yeah i think so sure uh that's the kind that we like it's just because i mainly like the smell and the kids like the smell too okay. uh the other thing is a uv umbrella is also part of sun protection so there are umbrellas that you can use obviously it rains um i may get to that later but the UV umbrella is nice because if you are waiting in a queue outside, which was more of a thing during uh, COVID where they would extend the lines really yeah. long and you'd be out in the sun, yep. the UV umbrella was really important. I don't think you necessarily need that um, This because you're you're undercover a lot of the time, but that's important. Swim shirt we mentioned. So um, when we went swimming on our most recent trip, I had a long sleeve swim shirt on just so it would protect me from the sun. And at the same time, this is kind of funny. I would wear this, you know, kind of sun hat. And Nick's got one that he likes to wear too. That's your mission hat, right? Yeah, mission. Yeah. So I have, um, I have one that's kind of, I don't know, they look like a dad mowing the lawn kind of hat. And you can ring them out if you want. So I wore that in the pool and the swim shirt at the same time. And um, I didn't really have to worry about sunscreen too much if I just knew that I was, I was covered up. But um, sun protection is really important for us. Um, we don't want to get roasted. And I did many times as a kid. You know, I, you know, uh, got to make sure that you take care of your skin. You don't want to end up uh, getting skin cancer or anything like that. That's very important. You take care of it. So, um, anything you want to say on that? I'm sure you agree with all of it. I, I do agree with it. I, it didn't. Like I said, we took two different directions with this. I kind of went with the things you didn't think of to pack. I do think yeah. people are aware to, to pack sun protection, but I don't know if they're aware of like the types. So the UV umbrella there is a is a takeaway that I would. I would say I took from you yeah. when you said, "Hey, you should bring UV umbrellas because these are the lines are really long now outside. So they weren't like that pre-COVID and post-COVID. They were, and they were, they kind of stayed that way. Yeah. <laughs> um, and especially at Hollywood Studios, you're going to want to have have that. I think, especially for kids, that umbrella because you can get into that. Like the Mickey and Minnie's is standing out for me as one where yeah. you're, you're out in the open and it's going to be the sun beating down on you, baking you. Yep. So, absolutely. So I agree. Yeah. What do you have? So my number four is something that I don't think people think about. I know I wouldn't have thought about it. Um, and it is packing an extra suitcase. Now listen, oh, now listen oh, to what I'm saying. I see where you're going. So you get a collapse, gotcha. a collapsible bag. So a soft sided bag, um, a duffel or whatever. We usually bring, we have a, one that's a checkable duffel bag. It's, it's a decent size. And we use that for souvenirs. Souvenirs. Because. Yeah, or you buy 50 spirit yeah, jerseys or yeah. whatever. Yeah. You go down with your, let's say, let's say, so I'm a family of four, right? We go down, let's say we have three bags. 
all packed to the 50 pound limit you're you're not getting home <laughs> because because you are going to end up with more stuff you you're going to buy ears well, you're going to buy shirts you're going to buy um possibly shoes because you wore your air jordans uh, possibly <laughs> them you're doing really good transitions to my next ones <laughs> okay and you don't even know what my list is you're setting me up for the slam dunk every time continue that's, that's kind of irony that i said air jordans um <laughs> slam dunk here you go uh so we're going to you know always bring an extra bag in my family because we can get away with maybe paying for for one less uh check bag on the way down if you're flying Southwest, it doesn't matter anyway, right? Because you're getting the free check bags. But, um, you know, if you're paying for your check bag, you you can pay for one less. And then on the way back, you you have four instead because you take that, that soft-sided duffel or whatever you got and you put it in. Because it's not all going to fit in your, um, in your backpack or your carry-on. Um, and then you feel a little bit less um, limited about your souvenirs, right? Yeah. So you then oh, then it's okay. You can't get that plush. Yeah. Where where's it gonna go? Right. You can't get that Lego set that you can only see here, right? Oh, yeah. you can't you can't get that that commemorative fiftieth uh, anniversary game. I did that to my son this year. That's why I brought that up. It was a fiftieth anniversary Disney Monopoly he wanted. And I was like, no, you're not getting it. Where, where are we gonna pack that? And then I realized afterward, I'm like, I'm an idiot. We could have packed that. I felt bad. I really do feel bad about it. But so Coop, you're listening. <laughs> and I wonder. Packing the extra bag, obviously, great idea, and I, and the duffel is even better because you can roll up a duffel and put that in your suitcase. I'm always, I don't know why this always crosses my mind every time I go to Disney, and it was the same thing when we went out to Disneyland. I want to send stuff home. <laughs> go to a post office somewhere, I don't know where, put it all in a big box and send it. Yeah, I wish. They should have the, the, the Disney post office. A, they should have a FedEx drop box. Yeah, <laughs> send it home. And you have yeah. to worry about. I mean, you can the plane. You can do that with souvenirs. I think, right? You can have them shipped from the stores. I don't know. I think you can. I know you can buy something from a store, and they'll hang on to it, or they'll send it back to your your room. Sometimes they do that too. They used to. Yeah, I think that's kind of changed. They'll bring it to the front of the park now. For hmm. a while, it was going to your not resort. to your room. But it was going to your resort, and then you would go to the front desk and pick yeah. It up. Not, like every resort had their own, like for at, at um at the Poly, it was always the the gift shop, the downstairs gift shop. Okay, so, but yeah, so it was that boutique? I think it is at the Poly. But. So you um you lobbed the pass up in the air and, okay. and helped me slam dunk this next one, which right. is footwear. <laughs> footwear, yeah. Which I definitely goofed up on on our last trip. And if you listen recently, you can go back and hear my story of how I screwed up. But the irony of this is that we've discussed footwear many times on the show oh, yeah. and I've given people advice on what to do and what to wear. And I broke those rules because I had these fun, fancy shoes that I wanted to wear. I love shoes. And <laughs> I, I thought I was going to have a great time wearing these big old clunky shoes that did not end well. If yeah. you want to hear more about the story, you can listen to the Disneyland episode. So I would recommend that you wear walking or running shoes. Running shoes are great because they're really light. Um, obviously, they're made for runners that are going miles and miles and miles. Those are excellent to wear. But you also need to remember that it rains in Florida all the time. 
So if you are walking around and you get stuck and your shoes are completely soaked, and this has happened to us many times, in my backpack, I have ready to go either sl- we've done slides before, we have done Crocs before, some kind of footwear that you can easily slip on and then you can either wear them the rest of the day because they're going to dry pretty easily or you can head back to your hotel and, and change. But footwear is very important. There's um, a, a lot of stories, some more embarrassing than others. One that was not involved with me that I will not share this time, but I just know that if your shoes get really wet, they don't really smell good later in the day. <laughs> so that's all I'm going to say. <laughs> so yeah. footwear is uh, is important. And that, that all goes in your suitcase, too. You got to make it fit. And, you know, I wear a size 12 shoe, so it's not easy to put that in my bag. But I have to make it work because <laughs> at the very least, I need two. I need the sneakers on my feet and then I need to pack in whatever the slides or Crocs or something else, whatever is um, is your thing. The Tevas. Yeah. 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 So. So this you're you're shortening the episode because you took this off of my my um, honorable mentions. I had uh, in capital letters on my honorable mentions list was multiple pairs of shoes. Yeah. So you just need to bring multiples because there's two reasons you need to bring multiples. You need to bring one that if one of them starts giving you blisters, you need to switch it up. Yeah. I had to <clears> buy a pair. Or and then the other one is you need to um, you need to have multiples because if they get wet. You want to change. And oh, it, yeah. And so I don't care what your multiples are. You need to have a backup, and they need to be comfortable, and they should not be brand new. You should be testing them out. Yep. Uh, wearing them for a little while ahead of time. But, yeah, sho- uh, shoes are definitely – footwear in general is definitely something that needs to be yep. cons- very very uh, highly scrutinized when you're choosing what to bring. Yep. Um, my number three – is something that I definitely did not think we needed to bring. And my wife had, like, I don't know if she read it or what we saw on a video, but um, I can't. Number three for me is Ziploc bags. Oh. And I know you're like, wait, what? Here's the thing. Ziploc bags keep stuff in and other things out. And the uh, keeping things out is the important part. So if something's stinky or what? Well, the wet. Right. So it is inevitable that it is going to rain on your vacation to Disney World. If it doesn't rain every day, it's going to rain at least one of the days. It's probably going to rain every day. And you can only do so much to prevent getting wet. You can have a backpack that has a, a secure pouch or like a, a, wet ba- a wet bag. But having Ziploc bags to put your electronics, to put your cords, to put um, your batteries, all the things that we talk about putting them into your, you know, in your park bag, if they're just floating in there, there's, it's going to be problematic. The other thing, the reason that it's nice is if they're just floating in there and you get stopped by security, they're going to pull every single individual thing out. Whereas if you have a Ziploc bag, they, they pull, pull out the Ziploc bag. It's good. And, oh, good oh, advice. Here we go. Oh, that's, those are battery packs. Cool. Put it back in. Yep. And um, you get in the park quicker. Yep. You can put. You can have a Ziploc bag with your electronic stuff. You have a Ziploc bag with like maybe some snacks if you've got a, a hangry kid on your hands. Um, you know, I'm not saying that I have one, but I'm, <laughs> but I'm not not saying that I have one. Um, so make sure you have like s- stuff like that. So packing a thing of Ziploc bags, it just prevents you having to put it into your Amazon order at Disney or your Walmart order at Disney if you bring some. 
Uh, and it's, you know, they don't have to be Ziploc brand, obviously. I saying, keep saying Ziploc, but I feel it's kind of like Kleenex. You know, it's, you you got to bring, right. you have to it's bring. brand name. Yeah, you got to bring a zip bag or a plastic, those plastic bags to keep things. Um, and, and you know what? I said keeping it out, right? Keeping the water out. But it can be for if you get caught in a downpour and your socks get wet or your shirt gets wet and you have extra stuff. I'm thinking more more of the socks and you brought like your your sandals or whatever that you can wear for the rest of the day. Very easily you can take those that gallon Ziploc bag and pack it full of everybody's socks from from the downpour and now you're not getting everything in your bag soaking wet. So that's that's my number 3 is the Ziploc bags. So now you are Luke Robitaille and you are <laughs> wow. you are you are assisting you're passing me the puck and I am Wayne Gretzky scoring the goal. For number two being the raincoat, because things are getting wet, obviously. So this raincoat is going to work for two things. Uh, one you mentioned earlier, and obviously you want to have a raincoat, and I would say a medium weight raincoat, and I'll tell you why. You'd think a lighter one would be good, or a poncho or something like that, which works, and that is great. But you can also check the box of, I'm cold because you can pull out the jacket and that can warm out a kid too. So if you have a raincoat, that's also kind of a jacket and it's a little warmer than normal, not super, super thin. You can kind of kill two birds with one stone. But again, like Nick just said previously, if you're at Walt Disney world, it's going to rain. It's probably going to be raining at four o'clock. So when you're, (laughs) when you're walking around the park, be ready to have raincoats for everybody in your family. And if you forget and, this also happened to us because when we arrived last summer, we were like, oh, we're just going to zip over to the Magic Kingdom and just kind of hang out and come back. It started pouring and you guys had yours and we did not, yes. even though they were back in the hotel room. Well, it was one of those. That was not that was like a legit storm. That wasn't one of those yeah. Florida storms. That was like, oh, there's a weather system coming through because yes. that rained all night, yeah. sprinkling off and on. It wasn't like a here's your afternoon thunderstorm yep um i agree with you in fact we have the same exact um rain jacket um, <laughs> we do so, oh that's a funny story too so but the the Col- <laughs> we, we both have a columbia uh jacket and uh, just like a teacher day at yeah school. yeah and um uh, rob's daughter may or may not have worn his <laughs> his uh rain jacket that is exactly like mine uh to school one day uh for dress like a teacher day i think it was that day i, yeah, don't know, I, and, I was and you were like you said how do you have my jacket? Yeah. <laughs> at practice, yeah, at, at soccer practice. I was yeah. like, why is my rain jacket out here? It's not going to rain today. <laughs> I don't know, whatever. It was funny. Uh, it was. Um, but I agree, you need to bring rain gear um, down with you. It's something you should get, something that can be easily packed in your park bag, too. Yeah. Um, so this is kind of like, again, one where you're thinking of stuff you're, you're also bringing into the park. I'm thinking of stuff that maybe isn't the obvious and while I think rain gear is obvious, I don't think that it's obvious what kind of rain gear to bring. I also would yep. say that ponchos I dislike a lot um, because ponchos tend to stick to you more and they, they tend to like trap the heat more. I prefer yeah, gross. I prefer um, well, the one I have is Colum- the one we have is Columbia and it's well aerated and um, it's still hot, but not nearly like putting a putting a poncho on. Well, and that also works too when you got the I'm cold kid. Because it, you know, it's it has the tight, it's tighter at the wrist. And, yep. You know, yeah. So it doesn't. It's not like the heat in a little bit. Right. They don't look. Uh, they're not breathable. Right. Yeah. You don't want it to be breathable. Well, I mean, it's breathable. Is it? Yeah. I don't remember it being breathable. 
Yeah. Yeah, it's it's just not the water doesn't go through it, but it's got a little flap in it. <laughs> I guess you're right. It's in got the a little back. It's got a little flap in the back. Yeah, I forgot the, about that. Let's the hot air out. That's that's the problem with the ponchos is they don't. Um so I'm gonna try to see if I can lob you something again, but I'm gonna this is gonna be a hard time to do this when I give you my number two because I don't know I don't know. I don't know how we could transition anything from my number two into something that you're bring you're putting at number one. I don't know. But mine <laughs> my number two is Okay, maybe Wait, a little hold bit. On. Is your number one mustard? No. Oh, okay. <laughs> All right, keep going. Again, that's another throwback. Go back and listen to to an episode uh, that we did about um, Easter, not not Easter eggs. Was it uh, TLC? I think maybe. I can't remember. Well, go listen to all of our episodes. Yeah, um, that's a that's probably better advice. Yeah. Um, and and ignore the cringy bad audio in the first few episodes. <laughs> We're um, learning. Yeah. Um, so my number two is anti-chafing like sticks or oh yeah powder or oh whatever my what's the shoot what's the brand name gold bond or the oh, no the, i love that's one of my favorites. Oh, body glide yeah yeah that's it that's, that's it so like yeah so my family are big fans of body the whole family we, we, we each have our own body glide stick yep listen marathoners use it for a reason right and a marathoner doesn't not it doesn't have to be marathoners uh, runners use it for a reason and runners do it on days that they're doing like a half marathon or a 5K or a 10K. You will walk for consecutive days 10 plus miles every day. Like, I'm, I know it might seem a little TMI, but you're going to need anti chafing stuff. Yeah. Whether it's the body glide sticks or you have um, baby powder or you have gold bond or you have My a favorite. spray, a spray applicant one. And, um, because you're going to need it. Trust me. Um, and I know it sounds a little TMI, but it's something that you don't want to have to get there and find out the hard way. Yep. So pack it in your suitcase before you leave. Um, and I haven't seen that in any of the little, you know, gift shops. No. Like at, at the hotel. I mean, they'll have no, like toothpaste not. and deodorant, but I don't know if I've ever yeah. seen that before. And, and the DVC ones, they usually have a little bit better stock of that because the people are welcoming home, right? They're coming home to their home resort. So there's more of the grocery type of things, and they I've never seen Body Glide there. Hmm. There might be baby powder in with like the baby section stuff, but I haven't seen Gold Bond. So I this is this is a ubiquitous like doesn't matter how if you're the one walking. So if you're not a kid in a stroller, but you're a kid walking, all the way up to if you're grandpa, yeah, and and you're not in one of the the ECVs yet, you need to bring some anti something. You need to know that you're going to be walking a lot, and you're going to probably need to have some anti chafing stuff. Absolutely, but that's—I don't know how I could transition to your number you one didn't. with that. I, I don't have a sports <laughs> reference for this one at all. Okay, so what's your number one? Well, my number one is—it's a necessity that a lot of people don't think of, because normal people will pick up their phone and use it all day long, and they charge it at the end of the day. Now that you need to use my Disney experience, and you need to use that for mobile ordering and everything else. The battery drains on your phone so fast. It just does. Even if you have a brand new phone and you think it's going to last all day, it just doesn't. And it happens to everyone in the family. Well, I guess maybe one or two people well, um, if they're not using it. But if, if you're the main person right. booking uh, Genie Plus, Lightning Lane, or you're doing um, uh, all the mobile food orders, which is usually me and my family. Um, my wife does it sometimes. She did it in Disneyland a lot. It was very helpful. 
but the phone charger was huge. I used my phone charger the entire time at Disneyland. It drained so much faster. Well, and the other thing is that it's not just, even if you're not using Genie Plus and not using that other stuff, you're taking pictures, you're taking video. Yeah. That takes a lot it of does. power from these phones now yeah. because these phones are basically computers in your pocket. And the other thing is, if I would comment, if you want to save your battery, turn off Wi-Fi. Disney Wi-Fi is notoriously awful. Um, and by having your Wi-Fi on, your phone is using up battery searching for the next best Wi-Fi access point. So turn yep. your Wi-Fi right off. But that's that's separate. I agree. You got to have your battery packed. Got to make sure they're in your in your suitcase and and check right before you go. What's the legal stuff I can bring on the plane? Yeah. Because TSA is going to want to take a look at that. You especially gotta, especially batteries, right? Yeah. Look where what bags you can put them in and how big they can be. Yep. Because that's all super important. But I agree with you. That's a good one. Yeah, I, that's a that's my it's a must. It's a number one or I mean, especially with the digital age and you have to use my Disney experience and otherwise it'd be five o'clock and I'd have a dead phone. Yeah, I I agree 100 percent. Yeah. So um, my number one is something, again, not about your park bag and something that I don't think I would have ever thought of. But God bless my wife. She read somewhere on some blog about this and she brought one and I was like, wow. So Disney hotel rooms are not, don't have a ton of storage, right? So like they don't, cause they're dressed. Like for instance, the poly room does not have like a dresser, right? The thing folds out of the wall. It's a pull down couch or pull down bed. So my wife read somewhere and this is a lifesaver for us and we'll do it every time is one of those collapsible hanging uh, closet cubes. Oh my gosh, that's so funny that you said that. Why? I was in the car yesterday talking to my wife about this um, on our way uh, to to the track meet, and I I brought it up. She goes, "You know what you got to put on there is that packable shelving," because Nick's wife uh, she brought it, and we can see everything right in front of us, and it's just. And I go, "All right, that's good. I'm going to put that right at the top of my honorable mentions." So I agree <laughs> with you, and I'm, it's so funny that that was the first thing that my wife mentioned. Yeah. I mean, it's yeah, it's a lifesaver because, like you say, you can see everything. You don't have to put, you don't have to live out of a suitcase. You can tuck your suitcases away in the closet. Now, if you're in a one bedroom or a two bedroom villa, you're you're, you're certainly going to have more space. But not everybody's doing that. I'm not doing that every time. If you're staying in a studio for DVC, if you're staying in a regular hotel room um, on the hotel side, whether it's value. Moderate or deluxe. There's not a lot of storage. Storage is at a premium. And if you don't want to live out of your suitcase, you buy these. I think everybody can understand what I'm talking about, but they're collapsible shelving for for a closet. And you just take and you buckle it onto the to the little um, the rod, the, yeah, the, like the hanger rod, right. yeah. And then you can have everybody's got two shelves or whatever. Um, that's what we um, we use. You can bring a couple of them, but but you're you're not. I mean, most of us aren't bringing like they have a closet with a with a with a rod, but most of us aren't bringing, you know, dress shirts and stuff that goes on hangers anyway. That's t-shirts, right? Yeah. So it's it it maximizes the space. You can even if you, for little ones, you can easily put their um their shoes in there. When we went uh, in twenty twenty one, you know, masks were being required, so we had like everybody had their own shelf for their for a mask. Uh, for their masks, um, so that was nice. They they literally collapse to nothing. They're they're the thickness of a magazine. You can take two of them and not take up more than what you would if you had like a I don't know like a 
well, a couple magazines, obviously. Sure. And they and but there's room, and they don't weigh hardly anything. But they're they're, they're very durable. They're, they're durable, and you can use them at home too. But it's something you should definitely pack. And it's a very random thing, I know, but I'm telling you, you'll thank me later. I promise. Yeah, and like I said, my wife—that was the first thing she she mentioned, and I figured it would probably be on your list because they. I think the two of them have been talking about that one. Yeah, that's uh, it's a huge one. I mean, it's number one on my list for a reason, right? There's yeah. not a lot of storage, and and being able to, you feel a lot better. So, you know, we've talked before about how Disney is so comfortable. We've talked before about how Disney is just, it's different. You're in the bubble. Well, I I like not having to live out of my suitcase for a week, and yeah. it's kind of cool because like you kind of do feel home. So that's my number one. I know it maybe wouldn't be on everybody's number one list, but that's because you haven't tried it yet. If you've tried it, it'll be way up there. Yeah, so. it's a great idea. All right, Rob, you got some honorable mentions. Well, another similar one that this this was my wife's idea, and I'm not sure if she's shared it with your wife yet or not. But we use this on our most recent Disneyland trip because we're our idea was we were going to just take carry ons because it's a very short trip; it's only five days. We we're going to take carry ons and just bring them with us so we wouldn't have to check a bag. So in order to get everything to fit, my wife bought these things called packing cubes. Oh, yeah. Yep. So the packing cubes were great. You don't have to just put, you know, all your clothes in there together. I had a very small bag, yeah. you know, the size of like a toiletry bag, basically, which was kind of like mesh on the outside so you can see in. Very, very light. And, you know, you roll up your socks, you roll up your underwear, put them all in there, and it stays compact into that one little place. and. These packing cubes are they're pretty cool. They're yeah. really, really helpful. They're like a bento box for your for your suitcase. Yeah, it's great. Yeah, no, those so are I had those packing are cubes. Um I had the packable shelving. We just talked about that. Um that was on my list too. Um gold bond, you mentioned that's that's a, a good just a good way to to really freshen up while you're there. If you're you know sweaty or sticky, um take a quick break, which is my next one is pack more shirts than you need. I'll take a trip into the back bathroom about, you know, maybe kind of mid-afternoon, I'll go in, change my shirt, um, take some gold bond powder and just like, you know, put it on my arms or my chest a little bit and just it helps me feel fresh and cool off if you're not going back to your hotel and taking a shower or getting changed. Mm -hmm. It's a good way for you to do it kind of on the go. Uh, cooling towels are really good too. I know your family uses those too. Yeah. Um, you get them wet and they stay cold and you, um, I know your son likes those. He'll wear it around, around his neck in the park. My son does too. But, um, yeah, those are some of the other things I had. And again, they kind of overlap with what to put in your park bag, but things like packing cubes and the packable shelving, that's not going in your park bag, but you know, don't forget it, obviously. What you have on your list? Do you have so, anything? Yeah. So my the only one you didn't touch upon that I had was <clears throat> backpacks. And I don't think people think about it because you're not you know, you're not in school. Why would I need a backpack? I'm not carrying books around. Um I like to get just uh, a cheap um light. Th- cheap light backpack. Yeah, I have um, a nice one that's heavy, but I wouldn't want to wear it around. Right. So and I'm not talking about like lounge fly because I feel like those are too heavy for the parks, but you know. Whatever. If that's you, that's Well, they're you. leather, and that's going to automatically have more weight right. to it. So the brand that I like, and I'm not – this is not an ad. This is nothing like that, is VenturePal. You can get them right on, on um, Amazon. They're packable. What I mean by that is they fold into themselves into like a nice little pouch. Cool. Zip them up. You put them in your suitcase, and then when you go to use them, you take them back out. They have a – most of the their – most of their um, models have a nice little um, – uh, water safe pouch and on top of that 
the material they're made of is quick drying. Great. So like if you do get caught in a downpour, you can take your stuff out um, when you get back to your hotel, hang that up like in over the shower rod or whatever, and it will dry really quickly because it's, I don't know, it's almost like tent material. Oh, okay. I don't know if that makes sense. Yeah, it does. It's very lightweight. Um, it, and they're not waterproof, but they're they're certainly water resistant. So it's not like a ton of stuff's going to get wet on the inside, but the outside will have, you know, will will be wet. But they do have, like I said, the water pouch there. So I would say putting a backpack, a nice lightweight backpack, or if you're more of a fanny pack person, I know those are coming back. They shouldn't, but they're I've, coming back. I've actually used that before too. So if you're not a fanny pack person or you're like, I don't want to be seen wearing one, what I did you was- You won't be alone. Well, you will not be alone. Well, I, I don't have a, a ton of stuff in there, but I would wear like- athletic shorts like the you know like the mesh kind of basketball-y shorts mm-hmm. actually they're more like lacrosse shorts i think but and i didn't have pockets in there for for things yeah some do some don't but i would have the fanny pack and i would put it around the back of me and then just kind of put my shirt over it yeah. I, i'm not trying to put it in the front and make it like neon like it was in the, the I, 80s i mean 90s. you would not be out of place right i know people still do you that would too. not but they're so. handy. We've I've done backpack. I've done just the fanny pack before because I got to have my sunglasses to switch in and out and wallet, phone, charger, all that stuff. It's uh, it's very helpful. Yeah. So that's that's my only honorable mention that you hadn't mentioned. Um, but you know, there, there's lots of different things that people will uh, pack that you wouldn't necessarily think of. And I would love it if you went to social media and you told us something that you think is thing you need you can't live without you always pack it but most people would not ever even think about it. maybe it's not on our list and you yeah. you want to share it with with us and uh we'll share it with our with our other listeners as well um as always uh be sure to follow us over at um Insta- on instagram twitter tiktok um at dislist pod um if you've been listening and enjoying the show please um you know leave a five-star review on spotify or apple Podcasts and Leave a leave a review over there on Apple Podcasts where you can actually leave a comment, and uh, we'd love that because we will. You know, sometimes I post them on social media, or we could read them here. Yeah. Um. But but we've been we've been enjoying the interactions with all of you, and hope to continue to grow. Rob, you got anything to add? Yeah. Um. If you're a new listener, thanks for listening. Pass it to a friend. Uh. Pass it to an enemy. They'll need it for sure. Um. But we um we always appreciate new listeners, and we hope you um tune in again and and listen and check out another episode and um, go along with this crazy ride with us. Yeah, absolutely. It's a great, big, beautiful tomorrow, and tomorrow's just a list away. Tune in next time, and we'll see you real soon. 